by my bed Folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my water and my bread Thankful to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep Waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep Freedom loving on a deplorable bum I reside in the States But Scotland is where I'm from Sometimes I feel defeated But we will always stand tall Fighting with my family We go one, we go all We may Our Bibles and talks of bread and wine Indoctrinate our children from the world into decline With the people need to stand firm and understand Without liberty and freedom, all we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high, I'll stand firmly through the pain is what the wisdom I have gained. If you find me on my knees, it's not because I'm defeated. When the prayer for the war, the only weapon I needed. We may fall, holding the line. We may fall, but we'll be fine. The world will see. Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? Hope you all had an absolutely beautiful weekend. Sorry we didn't have a show this weekend. I was doing some work and uh, ran out of space on my computer. Tried to turn my computer back on and nothing would open without that stupid little spinny 
rainbow in the center of your screen. For those of you who run Macintosh, you know exactly what I'm talking about, the kernel, the evil, evil kernel. So I spent uh, yesterday and today cleaning out my computer, got about 40 free gigabytes of space now, so we're going to be good to go for a while. But blessed to be here with you all. Guys, this is Kilted Christian 484. Tonight we got Matt XJ Fisher here with us. We're going to get into a little bit of talk here um, about uh, Christianity and the music and the movies that we watch. Is it okay for us to do so? Should we not? It's going to be a great conversation. I figured, hey, this guy's in the entertainment business too. So we're on the same page. Here's going to be a great conversation once again. Kilted Christian 484, XJ Fisher. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, rise of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. For those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening, God bless you. Thankful you were here, and I hope you had an absolutely beautiful weekend. I'm going to say hey to Livin first, who just made some cookies that I can smell from this room. I know. It seems like they were baked in here, right? <laughs> it smells really good. It's good to see everybody. I hope everybody had a great weekend. And then Matt, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys this evening? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm, I know you're a busy guy and you do a lot of work. And so I'm glad that you had an opportunity to come on here with us this evening. And I figured this would be an appropriate conversation for um, you and I to have about just all the music and the movies that we watch. We've been listening to this stuff since we were little kids. Um, does it conflict with us as Christians? So we'll get into that conversation here in a little bit. But um, so what have you been what have you been doing on your days off? I know I know you um, because days I asked you. Is pretty much just recovery because I've been working so many days straight. Um, you know, just catching up here and there on a bill or this and that, but nothing too. Uh, too wild on my days off um yeah it's just been the town's been crazy with this formula one race coming to town and they're just building all over and the locals are upset uh the traffic's a mess um so yeah that's basically been my uh november like since halloween we got right into that and that's what i've been doing you mean yeah, it's Christmas seems to have already started. Everywhere you go are Christmas movies. Decorations are already going up. Like, you know, within the next, like, I guess five, six years from now, they'll start putting their Christmas decorations up on January 1st. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they sure oh, yeah. It's, Day after Christmas. It, it seems to, like, literally, it seems to get earlier, early each year. Um, I don't mind. I kind of enjoy the festivity. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't seen anything going up here yet, but I do know this, you know, obviously— you know, very, very Christian town um, here in Flemingsburg. And uh, yes. they'll be getting all their decorations up, doing their little Christmas parade with the the ice rink, which I'm super excited about over that weekend. Um, everyone here is just very big on Christmas. Matter of fact, they've already they've already had Christmas trees and ornaments and all that stuff being sold um, in all the stores. Pretty much when Bard's Fest was going on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really? Better grab your tree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all set up and stuff. They kicked Halloween right out. Yeah, <laughs> right out. Christmas That's good. That in. needed to go anyway. Absolutely. Hey, I have a question about Vegas. Did they shut down the whole strip and put all the stands up for Formula One? They and, will. I think. Oh, it hasn't happened week, yet. Um, 
Yeah, the strip's not closed completely. They they paved the course, but I think sometime this week, I'm not sure when it is, they're shutting down Las Vegas Boulevard, the portion that's on the race course. Okay. And it might be tomorrow. Um because uh I was leaving the win the other day. I've been working there all week. Oh, nice. And a couple of the employees were talking about they're closing the employee garage at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, our shift starts at 5 p.m. tomorrow. So, oh, so you're going to have to get um, there two hours early just to get your car parked. Yeah, I got to figure out where we're parking and everything now. So um, I kind of threw that at my boss and yesterday. So hopefully she's had the day or so to work on it. and We'll figure out where we're going tomorrow to park. It's crazy when um when I was you know trying to after I got let or let go of the uh, stars and the spurs I was looking right. for basically the kind of work that you're doing in yeah. Austin and you know I ended up getting a job but it cost me fifty dollars just to park to, for my interview and I'm like <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I'm like oh, wait a minute so I I did the math to figure out how much it was gonna cost me just to park to go to work and yeah I would have been spending just under what i was making a week absolutely yeah so i'm like yeah this 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 can't do it and montana dude i agree maybe eventually we'll get jesus's birthday correct and celebrate it on the right day oh absolutely yeah that would be awesome we got to find out who who has that information probably the pope jammed up underneath the vatican Vatican. yeah well we we got as long as it doesn't go up like uh notre dame did maybe we can still find it who knows, man? We got to get rid of this evil pope first. And I got some evil pope news that we're going to be talking about here in a little bit. Um, you know, yeah, he's say, been all up in it. I saw the past couple of days. Oh, he he's not a good guy. That's for sure. We're, we're learning. No. We all knew. Um, I always thought that Pope Benedict was the evil one. But then Hillary and uh, the old AG um, Clapper, what was it? not Clapper, whatever his name was, the, the Fast and Furious um yeah, um, yeah. Obama. Uh, yeah, yeah they either. went over there and were helping in the decisions not only to remove Benedict Holder. Thank you, yeah. Suski. Thank you. Um, not only yep. to, to remove the old pope, but to replace him with the one that we've got now. So I always thought Benedict was the bad one. But um yeah. apparently, apparently it gets, it gets worse. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, so you've got that Formula One. We had a Formula One track that they built um right down the road from Austin um some years back. And uh, my right. buddy that I worked with that, that was the the A2, the second in charge of audio um, for the stars, ended up running that whole establishment for broadcasting. So um, I would go out there and film every now and then. But on, on days where they weren't running anything, we got to go out there and play on the track. Oh, fun. And, and he was a motorcycle nice. guy. And I've got my rally car. So um, the only time that I have ever engage the six gear on my car was, <laughs> was on there? that track yeah. yeah of course it was I there had to sign all kinds of waivers oh, like if though. you flip over and die it is not our responsibility i said yeah done i heard a lot of people <laughs> that, that live in vegas were pretty upset about this race yeah i don't especially the people I don't work think there. The people like who are on the ground floor are going to see anything positive from the race hmm. it's a european crowd so mm-hmm. they're probably not going to be tipping real well as far as the waiters Absolutely. and waitresses go no no um you know who's making money is uh you know the who collects the taxes 
Yeah, that, so that, the, city, yeah. the county, so the state, Las Vegas itself is going to profit off of this, but no one else. They're probably books. See, that's the bonus. You know, when you guys get like, uh, you know, we had South by Southwest um, and a couple of other big events that would take place in Austin, but they were all for the most part Americans who did. Yeah. So, so it was worth your while to go down there and work to make that extra money. But like you said, it's a good point is that Europeans don't tip in their country. So when they come over here, it's just an unexpected cost. And it's not like our, our, Beer costs less so that they can tip the weight. I mean, everything costs the same, and then you got to tip. Right, right. And these are people like, you know, these are like elite Euros. So, you know, somebody like your, uh, like your Rothschild, like that guy wouldn't tip you even if he knew about it. You know what I mean? No, he'd eat your children, though. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yeah, they don't give, they take. (laughs) They take. That's it. I just don't see any of those people being like, oh, yes, here, go feed your family. Yeah, I know. know? Well, let's get into a little bit of news first, but I want to start off with this great little meme that I found um, last night. I just love this. It says, I asked God, why are you taking me through troubled waters? And he replied, because your enemies can't swim. Nice. I like that. That's a great one. Yeah. I always love the feel good memes that you come across. (laughs) Yeah, we need them in this time. Yeah, exactly. So this one right here came from uh, Patrick Byrne. He says, um, things are not going to play out like the movie Red Dawn, where you get a chance to launch missiles at foreign cargo planes carrying hundreds of thousands of North Korean paratroopers. The illegal immigrants are the U.N. Army. Um, And there was an app for that, that they were given to the migrants that were crossing over um, to America where they were literally giving an app um, in order to, you know, tell them where they are and so forth. So they've got their, like, sleeper wake-up signal call. Right. And uh, Raina found something today that uh, the guy who's been down there at the border for a while. Ben. Yeah. Ben, Bergman. Um, yeah, Ber- Bergman. It's Bergman, I Ber- think. Bergman. Sorry if that's wrong. Yeah, he he literally was saying that uh, the U.N. Army's arriving. Yes. They are coming in planes. Yeah, they're coming over here in, in, in planes. So we knew this was, we knew what these uh, immigrants were coming, or the migrants were coming over here for. Um, they still haven't done anything. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and get to this. We're going to get to it in a moment. Mm-hmm. They voted tonight at 6.30 to impeach Mayorkas. But guess what? Every Democrat voted to keep him, and, and eight Republicans yes. also voted to keep him. To keep him. Can so, so Nace, so he's not being impeached. Nope. And uh, Buck was the only like regular name that I heard that voted against this. But like, Matt, what's going on? <laughs> I I just don't even know. I'm still stumped at the last one with the UN Army, and I'm like, okay, well, we can still launch rockets at those guys. I don't see the problem with that. They're here. They're not complaining like, you know, the North Korean army like Red Dawn, but I don't I don't find that prohibitive as well, far as launching rockets. It's, it's an invasion on our soil. It's soil. Yeah. And we have the right. Matter of fact, our, our military should be sticking up and doing something about this. But we've got ought to be. we got the most corrupt government ever. Um and it's been like yeah. this for a long time. Um Trump came in and it was like a pretty nice four years for the most part. Um, you know. I didn't agree with everything Trump did. I didn't agree with everybody that he picked, you know, to to help him, you know, in his administration. But overall, 
life was a whole lot better during that time than it it is today and it was before. And here yeah, and at least as far as the immigration thing, he was at least in the process of trying you to know, do something, stemming that and doing something. But he was fought tooth and nail at every turn that he tried to make. You know, yeah, and didn't they just admit that they need a wall or something? Yeah, of course, like they a week or two ago. Yeah, and they're not going to do anything about it. This is all talk. You know, yeah. I, I kind of wonder, you know, the same thing um, when they were asking for the Epstein flight logs. And I don't even know where that's gone. I don't know if they've taken the vote of that or not. You figured they had. We'd be hearing it or seeing it on social media. Haven't seen anything. But once again, is this talk? You know what I'm saying? They they put the stuff out that we know that they know we want to hear. And they just keep it running until elections, hoping that people vote their way to inevitably not get what they're talking about. Um, this is, I hate to be so jaded, but this is kind of where we are today. It's a lot of, oh, it's hard not to be like, wasn't it like two weeks? Everybody just jazzed about this new, uh, speaker of the house we got. And still waiting for something from him. I'm, I'm waiting for the J six stuff. I'm waiting for the border to be closed. Those are the two big ones. I think that most people are waiting for, waiting but they're for the border. What's that? The border to be closed. Yeah, that's that's that should that's be huge. That and J six takes being yes. released are the two most important things that, that need to happen Get now. Those prisoners yeah. out and, of jail. And I know they're watching social media. We've been mm -hmm. talking about it. They they um at the speaker of the house every time they put this stuff up. So I know someone's seeing it. They're just not yeah. doing anything about it. And it's no different. No. You know, um, we're gonna impeach my orcas. And then they don't have enough people to impeach them. So is that all talk for the people that are calling for the impeachment? Do they know that they don't have the votes for it? So they look good by calling for it, even though it doesn't go that direction. You know, it's a I lean that way just because Congress has always been about the dog and pony show. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to hold a hearing and then, you know, they go and interrupt people and just make them look bad. And then that's it. Yeah. Hearings over and nothing happens, you know. And, and then on top of that, you know, if you if you're going to get any like legit news, it's going to be on social media because obviously our mainstream media doesn't do anything about telling no. the truth. Um, You know, so it's a matter right now of what they don't talk about. So first off, um, former Baltimore prosecutor Marilyn Mosby was found guilty on two counts of perjury. Um, I didn't hear that anywhere on any mainstream media. They're not talking about it. There was another one that yeah. happened. Uh, there was a white kid. And and you're actually your neck of the woods. Yeah, in uh, Las Vegas at Rancho High School, and he died. Yeah, got beat up today. by like ten to twelve. Um, yeah, fifteen people. They said were beating on him. Yeah, and and uh, they were people of color, and yeah, the media has completely avoided this. If that had been reversed, it would have been mainstream news everywhere. You couldn't walk anywhere without oh, tripping over that newscast. Yeah. You know, so 17-year-old so, white kid is now dead. And ultimately what he was doing is he was sticking up for a smaller kid. He was doing exactly what we should, should do. Should be doing instead of yeah. fighting. He did the right thing. Yeah, and then ultimately ended up getting beat to death because it's not like one dude just goes in and starts fighting him. One dude puts him on the ground and 15 others come in and start kicking him in the head. Yeah. Well, from what I read, like a couple people like jumped him. And he was holding his own. They weren't doing anything to him. And then everybody else piled on him after that. Yeah, exactly. It's like animals, so, exactly. And, you know, I hate it, to use that I term always wonder like, about oh, the kids in this town. I, I really do. 
you know, it's, we got, uh, there's the high school my son went to is right up the road. And it's like, I mean, I see him walking around and it seems pretty docile and calm around the school, but I'm like, man, these Vegas kids are nuts. I don't, you never know. It's like that everywhere though. You know I mean? Until you get into the smaller areas, which I recommend anybody get out of those cities, but you know, CL Klein yeah. says, you know, like animals and that's the perfect description because they do, they, they pile on you like animals. But here's the thing. You say that, which I have, mm -hmm. and you get called out for being racist. And it's like, no, you're the one who's racist. You were the one who equated it with the people that did it. If there was yeah. 10 white kids jumping on a black kid, guess what I would yeah. say? You're acting like animals. So that's it, animalistic behavior. Yeah. The, the, the color of the skin is irregardless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with color. They're the ones that are making this racist. Like I said, if it was 10 white kids on one black kid, I would use the same term. You're acting like animals. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. So, but but what they always have to make absolutely everything about race. Then, you know, this weekend we had all kinds of protests all over. The biggest protest, um, the biggest protest was in Spain. There was like a million people out there um, speaking against anti-Semitism. Flip that on the news and see what you can find on that nothing they downplayed it like it wasn't a big deal and then they promote these hundred thousand people protests they're literally on veterans day ripping flags down you yeah know, american flags throwing them on the ground and replacing them with palestinian flags now we all know damn well if they had ripped down palestinian flags and threw them on the ground those people would have been arrested but no one's oh, held yeah. accountable for this um the only people that are held accountable are Republicans, conservatives, patriots that, that are doing what they have the right and the lawful right to do. And I mean, this is what I feel. Go around and scream free Palestine all day long. That's within your rights. Yeah. Here in America, you can say that. I've got no problem with it. I'm all about protest because we have that ability for free speech. But there's a sure. point where you start destroying property, climbing all over our monuments, spray painting everything, burning stuff down where you have now moved over into being a criminal and they're never held accountable, but they went after, they're still going after J sixers. Yeah. And they were, how, how long were they inside the uh, congressman's office protesting? Yeah. This was just recently. Yeah. They were sitting in there for, for hours and hours and none of them got in any trouble. Nothing, nothing happened. No insurrection. And, you know, and once again, I don't know if I, if I'm more upset, at who's doing it or the fact that the people are too stupid in this country to realize the, the double standard, the hypocrisy that's going on because they'll yeah. argue with you. Oh, well, well, this was different. How was it different? People standing up, speaking and protesting for what they believe. It's no different. Well, people didn't die here. Well, people died during black lives matter. And if you go back and you know, the truth, no, conser no conservative patriot or anybody killed or harmed anybody at january 6th it was all lies no. yeah yeah absolutely yeah it gets it's, i don't know the the i i just don't even know what to think about the show at this point i just keep watching and i'm shaking my head going okay i know i don't like this movie i wish it would end <laughs> right yeah can we it's give a it a poor better movie. ending yeah come poor on choice of jesus yeah <laughs> in this Amen. movie jesus um, so the Ukraine military, mil a Ukraine military officer was now notably behind the Nord Stream pipeline bombing. 
once again. You remember when they were going wall to wall with the Nord Stream pipeline, trying to blame it on Russia? You heard about this yeah. for weeks and weeks and weeks. But now that the truth comes out, WAPO, Washington Post literally wrote an article um, given all the details. But mainstream media itself has not covered this at all. So this is no different than them correcting an article. But instead of you know writing a new article telling the truth, they hide the truth out at the bottom knowing that you're not going to read the whole article again. Right. And I don't even know, like, I even think that's still a lie because I'm convinced our armed forces or intel was behind it oh, no, as no. well. Yeah, what well, the, the military officer who, is, who, who actually set it forth, but in the article it does say that there was United States intel that was involved with the act itself. Not yeah. doing it, but, you know, perpetual or, you know, talking about, hey, this is what needs to be done. Right. Yeah, and I'm sure they used our vessels and everything. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's just so much garbage in the world going on right now, and I'm like, and that Ukraine thing is is also just a distraction and a cover up because I don't know if you've seen the the news out of Ukraine lately as far as how it's going. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure Zelensky's a dead man walking. That guy's yeah, going to be drugged through the streets like they did Mussolini soon. And Gaddafi and all of them. This is literally the same thing that they do. This is how it goes. Country does something. America sends them money. They follow what America needs to do. America gets what it needs, you know, because obviously we don't give money unless we're getting something. And then they take right. out that leader. This is a Gaddafi all over again. Um we're going to see this exactly. So, so Zelensky's a dead man walking. You're right. They're going to take him out. They're going to end up replacing him with the next um, puppet. And then they're yeah. going to blame everything on him in order to get everybody just to relax about it, you know, and say, okay, war's over. This yeah. Is, and this is what's happening. Um, another biggie. So we've heard about Epstein Island, but have you heard of Peter Nygaard's Island? So Peter Nygaard is currently on trial for rape and human trafficking. He would get multiple women impregnated just to extract adrenochrome from the aborted fetus. So I'm sorry to be so graphic, but this is literally um, what it is. So here's the question is, will he expose others or will he end up being Epstein? Ooh. I don't know. And what, where is it? What district is it in? Is it in? This is in Britain. Oh, it's in Britain. Well, it's 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 outside of um, where Epstein Island was, but I think that the trial's taking place in Great Britain, Britain. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll probably get to them. Yeah, because but, we know where that trail leads in Britain. Nah, yeah, exactly. Prince Andrew, whatever happened to Prince Andrew? Are you talking about Charles? Or no, Prince, Prince Andrew. Andrew. That basically, well, yeah, that basically and Epstein, and that went away too. When because Charles became king. Became king. So yeah, he, he made it. He made it. He disappeared. It. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but once again, um, if I hadn't have just read this to you about what's going on, would any of you know about it? And this is the problem that we're having: is media is not coming. These are the biggest things ever. Um, you know, and and the thing is, is is even with uh, even with the Epstein flight log, you know, what I'm saying like. There's a lot of people that are in our Senate and in our Congress that are in that book, or they know They're someone that is. That. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So how many people are going to make sure that this never sees the light of day? They need to just release it. Quit talking. Just 
re- release it. Like the, the the honest cops that released part of that manifesto um, in Nashville. Like, look, yeah. if we're going to get any justice, we need an honest person to just be ready to sacrifice themselves, release the information. And, and I mean, we'd all kind of be doing the same thing. If we had access, I'd be willing to forgo my life if it meant saving yeah. millions more, which is ultimately what this black book would do, because just because Epstein's dead doesn't mean that the trafficking stopped. They just got another person that's taken the place. Right. right. Yes. And, you know, this whole Epstein thing ties into, I mean, the guy had an Israeli passport, too. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, he worked from today, the I heard today, speaking of the Israel thing, and I've been kind of throwing this one at my my mom when I talked to her and she's like no get out of here that would never um Netanyahu is actually accusing like Mossad and Intel of being behind that uh October attack against Israel or at least knowing about it and letting it happen he's trying to squeeze his way out of guilt because I don't trust Netanyahu well he says they did it to set him up really which is a possibility. See, it's a total possibility. This is where we are right now. Who do we yeah. trust? I can tell you right now, I don't trust Mossad. Um, they're they're CIA. No. Um, you know, but I don't know. I, I just I, I haven't trusted Netanyahu for a long time. You know, but here's no. but we're at the point where it's hard to but know I who you like can trust. The shelf life on conspiracy theories is getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's easier to tell you who's good than who's bad. <laughs> yeah, because like, when that happened in October, I was saying, no, they knew about this. They let this happen. And, you know, I was being called crazy. And it's a month later. And now, you know, one of the world later, leaders is saying the exact same thing. So, yeah. Well, we we know that that was definitely a setup in order to get us involved in this. They needed a place to get their money um, and, and to create more division. You know, we've got, yeah. um, you know, and I'll play you a couple of clips here in a moment, um, you know, of, of that as well about the, you know, one thing that I read the other day and I don't have it anymore was a, a Palestinian, a, like straight up guy who's in Palestine, like in the Gaza Strip right now. And he put out this little um, note to the people over here in America that are protesting and supporting for Palestine and for Hamas. And he's like, yeah, you guys think that we're all excited that you're on our side protesting. It's like, we hate you. You're not on our side. We, we're literally playing your protest videos of you guys supporting us, and we're laughing at you. It's a joke <laughs> over here. You guys are a joke. And, you know, and, oh and he's right. The people over yeah, here that he are, the people that are supporting this, they've got no idea what they're supporting. They're basically supporting what their teachers told them to support, and then everybody else doesn't want to be left out, so they go out and support the same thing. Oh, totally. And I think the, the the side to be on is is like Scott says, is there, there's no side here. Neither no. of those sides have Christ in their heart. No, neither one of them do. Yeah. Fact, Until then, they remain under God's judgment. That's not my war. Yeah, I was reading and, something the other day that they, they're not going to allow Christians to become citizens in Israel. Oh, yeah, so why am I going to support that? And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the, the meme I read last week was, you know, you can you can be against terrorism and also be against somebody that's, you know, genocidically bombing people, yeah. you know? 
both things can exist is true. You know, it's not, we're always offered this A and B choice. Like, well, you know, if you don't like what Israel is doing, then you support Hamas. It's like, well, no, I just don't like children being blown to bits. See, I don't thing. like Hamas kidnapping people either, but both sides. Anyone yeah. who's over there killing random civilians, children, anything like that, this isn't a pick a side thing. Look, when my government gives me a choice A and B, I'm going with C. Because, That's it. Because there is no right side to this. It's two war countries going to war with each other in order to create division, in order to ruin economies, and on and on and on. And then they just they expect you that these are the only two choices you have. Well, you know, there's a third choice. It's following God being upset at this random pointless death and not sticking up for either side, because look, it's not real Jewish people in that part of Israel is doing this. This is the, the banking elite part of Israel that's trying to push oh, this yeah. war, you know, and it's no yeah. different with Palestine is that there's some great Palestinian people that are over there, but they're not the ones that are in this, that are perpetuating this war. It's the deep state version of Palestine and Hamas and so forth, yeah. Iran. Um, there is no side to pick, and, and and I'm very open about that. You know, I, I refuse to jump on board with either side. I am against random, pointless death, ending this war because we know what they do. When we go to a big war like this, it's all about money. It's all about somebody making some money somewhere, and it's not you, and it's not me. Right, or just hiding the fact that there is no money because that little thing called the economy is just ready to just tip over. So, oh no, well, they use this, I'm sure, to redistribute. So, they'll take our fake paper money and then they'll purchase hard assets with it gold, silver, you know, whatever else. Um, at this point, crypto, because once you use fake fiat money to purchase crypto, it now becomes a different currency, you know, what I'm saying? Yes. so you're holding a hard asset. Well, not as not that crypto is a hard asset, but you know what I'm going with that. And um, right. so that's what they're doing. That's what they're laundering is they're laundering it into something that they can get. Yeah. And CL Klein says they also get their sacrificial deaths out of this, you know, so yeah. the devil's getting what he wants. For um, sure. Speaking of the devil. So Bishop Strickland, um, I believe this is the Pope that was down in uh, Texas. Um, Turn my back on the Catholic church because they support this commie Pope and he's evil. They gave him the boot. The Pope gave him the boot because he called the Pope out. Yep. And here's the thing. It says the smoke, and this was this came out of Pope Benedict. This is a quote by Pope Benedict. The smoke of Satan is now within the church. So Pope Francis has removed Bishop um, Joseph Strickland from the governance of the uh, Diocese of Tyler, Texas, an auxiliary bishop of Austin has been named administrator. So he was asked to resign, refused to do so. Now the Pope has formally removed him because he called the Pope out for, I think recently for the, uh, the transvestite baptisms. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I read that and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way you can even just keep, I don't know. I just don't know how you continue to stand by that as a Catholic. That's the thing. I, I really don't. And I was raised Catholic. Yeah. I will uh -huh. never, I, I hear a lot of, you know, Catholic hate, you know, from, from some Christians mouths. I will never ever be part of that. Cause I know a lot of great Catholics. They just need to, to come to the point where they separate from this Pope. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, go find yeah. another church. It doesn't have to be Catholic as long as Christ is in there. Go find Christ Church and, and be part of that, but separate yourself from this evil pope. The Vatican is so corrupted right now. They've got so much power. The Holy See runs everything pretty much. Um, yeah. Along with Mossad, Israel, and so forth. I mean, we're in this. this and the thing is, though, is a lot of people don't want to separate because that's their church. That's their faith. That's what they grew up in. But it's okay because the guy who is yeah, running your well, they, faith is there's evil. There's a couple reasons for that. What I remember, because in the 90s when I was uh, really kind of trying to go to church and, and be a good Catholic, I remember the argument was we just need to pray for healing for our church. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a few people and this and that. We need to get them out and we just need to pray for healing for our church. And that kind of goes with, you know, this is years ago. That I heard this and but now, you know, where I am with, you know, bards and everything and spirituality, I'm like, man, that's the pulpit again, just having them sit there and wait around and like, it's okay. Yeah. And uh, the other reason is that a lot of them, for some reason, are just so attached to the uh, the Eucharist mm -hmm. the ceremony through the Catholic Church, like. Like, they don't believe I mean, they believe that's the only place that that can take place where Christ is, you know, what What do they say, transferred or whatever. Actually, the bread becomes the body of Christ. Yeah. And it's like, you don't need a guy in a robe to do that for you. No. You no. Know? Just your faith is fine on that. Yeah. Get with your friends. Read the scripture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get into it that way. I mean, when... We were warned that this was going to happen. So honest, honestly, your safest place at this point is having like fellowship with people that you trust, that you love. Oh, that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, just like like uh, like what uh, Jay Wu's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's more of a church now than a lot of these churches that you're going to because, you know, Jay oh, Wu yeah. and, and, that, and they're not, Jim, they're not trying to, to lead people off the path like a lot of these big churches are. No, not at all. And that's crazy because that started as just like five of us, four or five of us. And now I think that vineyard, the prayer room is like 45, 46 people, I think. Yeah, exactly. Getting and I don't know how many the Bible study is. See, and that's the thing, though, is that, you know, that's how God works. He's like, okay, when, when the rest of the pulpits get tainted, we build new churches. And it doesn't yep. have to be in a temple. It can be online. It can be anywhere. It can be a podcast, anything like that gathering people and talking about Christ and God and the real thing, you know what I'm saying? In, in a real way, that's not going to be misleading. It's not going to be talking about material gain, prosperity and all this other stuff, you know? So it, like I said, people are standing up, they're finding their mission and they're, and they're fulfilling their task, which is amazing. Um, yeah, for sure. So next one, this is 10,000 illegal aliens were using the same exact social security number that voted on November 3rd, 2020. Awesome. That's one. That's one social security number, 10,000. But there was no corruption, no whatsoever. Well, there's um, nothing wrong with the vote. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. There, there's nothing wrong. No, no worry. Nothing. Just ignore the man behind the curtain. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be playing a little clip here in a moment that goes, actually, I'll play it for you right now because it kind of ties into this real quick. So I'm going to play this and we'll discuss it. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about Clarence Thomas. 
Now, listen, this is something I've been watching. I don't usually talk about this a lot because my folks have been burned a lot in the past with information like this. And I'm not big into getting people's hopes up and then letting them down. Enough people have commented on it that I think we do need to clear emergency writ that was accepted by Justice Clarence Thomas to rule on, and that was to invalidate the fraudulent 2020-2022 election. The writ is something that Justice Thomas can rule on independently for dismissal, or he can forward it to the whole of the Supreme Court. The applicant is asking that Florida's 2022 general election with a 2020 option be set aside and held anew. There is also room for the 2020 election cycle to be set aside as well, since the evidence shows the same uncertified and uncertifiable equipment was used in both election cycles. According to the applicant, the same evidence proves that the whole of the elections throughout the country were vulnerable and that there was some fraud. The question would be then, does this allow Justice Thomas to forward this on to the Supreme Court? Now, according to everything that I am seeing, that there was a problem with this writ and they had to pull it out and then they had to fix the issue with it, something with the process of it and then resubmit it and they had two weeks to do so once they resubmit it then justice clarence thomas can either vote to send it on or he can deny it right then and there so how does this tie into impeachment well the way that i understand it is that if the supreme if the supreme court does get it and then they rule that the 2020 election was fraudulent and they overturn it then that would make joe biden an illegitimate president which they can't impeach an illegitimate president if they were to impeach him now and push the process through before this had a chance to work its way through the courts then that that would basically show proof that the election in 2020 was legitimate. That is what people are explaining. And that is what I am understanding from what I'm reading. But again, I'm gonna, and I want to emphasize on this, okay? I usually report on this stuff because I don't like getting people's hopes up. We've seen a lot of this before and nothing ever really came to fruition. So far, there haven't been any updates as to whether the paperwork was refiled or if he's made his decision or kind of, and we're kind of past the two week due date. So more to come on this and what this kind of looks like. I'm, I'm just going to keep eyes on it. And if anything really pops off, I'll report on it, okay? And, and, all right, all right. Let's and I've talk been keeping my eyes on this as well. And this, this does exist. This is real. Um, but once again, it has to get back into the hands and he has to decide if he's going to push it through or not. Um, but I'm going to read you guys this real quick. So this is a little um, a little lengthy, but I'm going to read this to you because I think he brings up a really valuable point. And it's something that she mentioned as well. Um, Matt, I don't know what her name is. It, it didn't. It, it's the girl with the rainbow like LED microphone, um, a blonde. I don't know who she is. I don't know where her name is. I see her all over the place, but nothing's ever labeled with her name. So I can't tell you, but so she said something that was pretty important. So first off, um, our speaker of the house supposedly came out, um, last week and said that there was not enough sufficient evidence to impeach Biden. That turned out to be a lie. It turned out that they were in a skiff or a private room. They were discussing things and other congressmen that are um, anti-Trumpers came out and said that Johnson said this. Johnson came out this weekend and said, I did not say it. And he's going to come out um, and discuss this. And he did today on, on Greta Van Sustrom, where he said that there was enough um, to, you know, to go through with proceedings. But this is important. The moment that you go through with impeachment proceedings against Biden, you have now admitted that he was a legitimate president. Okay. We don't want right. that. We don't want to look. There was so much corruption in the elections. We don't need to just bring Biden down. They all need to go, including right. Harris and all the Republicans and all the Democrats that ignored this and allowed this to go through all the people at the different um, voting polls. Like everyone needs to be held accountable. So this is way bigger 
than just removing an old man from the office. And I think so too. And plus the Democrats want him gone. Don't think for a second that if the impeachment charges didn't go through, that the Democrats wouldn't vote him out too, because they want someone else to run other than Biden. They know what they're in for right now. So it's actually in our benefit to keep this old man where he is as close to the election we can so no one can jump in and, and replace him like Newsom right. or yes. Michael yeah. Obama. So Michael Obama. So I'm going to read this to you real quick. And this is, oh, it's very well thought out and it makes a lot of sense. So impeachment is not the motion we want. Mike Johnson on the formal impeachment proceedings needs proficient documentation. Please understand what this implies in terms of insufficient evidence. Because if you were doing a formal motion to remove the president, it cannot be done as a result of crimes committed as an illegitimate leader that would cause an indirect certification of a fraudulent election that he did not win. Formal impeachment proceedings means including the 2020 election. And guess what? None of the evidence presented at the closed door meeting did not include voter fraud. So what will Mike Johnson do? Wait for Clarence Thomas. So that fits into what she was just saying. Remember, yeah. you, and, and earlier the same guy said something about, you know, focus on Clarence Tom, Tom focus on Clarence. He, um, that the Speaker of the House will has his moves, but it comes later. So if Clarence Thomas decertified the 2020 election and the Biden administration does not voluntarily remove themselves, what other measures would we have to take place as a result because they are trying to impeach Joe Biden on high crimes and misdemeanors, but not treason. They need to go down for treason. Treason is a, yeah. a hangable offense. What did yes. Donald Trump constantly say? That the 25th Amendment would come back to haunt um, Joe Biden, right? So the 25th yeah. Amendment allows for the vice president to become president in the event of death, resignation, or removal for office, or impairment that prevents the current president from fulfilling his or her duties, end quote. Now impairment and not fulfilling duties is something that the public would attribute to dementia or Alzheimer's or some other mental issues due to old age would be acceptable to the public as far as justification for his removal, especially considering the state of the economy. But that's not what we are here for. It's what will warrant the removal aspects if it were not on or not for their um, health related issues, which would be what in this case, voter fraud, which is why we should not be focusing on Mike Johnson at this time. We want everyone involved in the 2020 election fraud to go down with Joe Biden. We do not want to isolate anyone by impeaching the president and the evidence not include voter fraud that implicates thousands of people. And then they walk away free of any crime because we removed one person based on everything that did not include treason. And that makes yeah. a lot of sense. It really does. I think this was a very well thought out and very well written. Um, and obviously we'll see where this goes, but, um, but that was, you know, like I said, that was actually made a whole lot of sense. And, you know, we've got to be careful. We want everyone. We don't want one person. And, and trust me, Democrats will take a deal to get rid of Biden in order to save their own asses. Well, those asses need to go down too. So we have to play this game properly so that they all go down with voter fraud um, and not just 
one old man who they want to be gone anyways. Right. Even even um, Obama's administration is saying that uh, that Biden's too old to run. So it, they're telling you right now that they don't want him in there. He's our no. best bet right now because Trump's going to whoop his butt. Um, we don't. It, it, what is it? What's the old saying? Is it you're better off with the enemy you know rather than the one you don't? Yeah. Right. You know. So what For happens sure. if like Newsom? Or um, Michael end up entering the race. It's a whole different game. We don't know how that's going to go because, you know, what I'm saying it, there. Are a lot of people are going to get in there and be like, "Oh, well, I loved, uh, I loved Obama." So you know, Michael was probably just as good. Exactly, skin in the game, art of war, and that's exactly uh, what we're watching right now. That'd be so awful. So, uh, Virginia Democrats are about to lose control of the state Senate after a bombshell evidence reveals that candidate Gazela Hashmi lied about residing in the district that she won in. So they're looking into that now and I'm probably about to flip the current election around and replace her because she doesn't live in that district. I don't know how this is going to go because uh, Rashida Tlaib did the same thing when she originally ran for Congress. She was not living in the district that she ran for. She ended up moving into that district, but she was not living in there when she was running for Congress. Mm. And, and we saw how, we see how that went, right? Right. Um, you know, and Debbie, um, Debbie Crawford asked, uh, how will any election be fair after 2020? And I agree with that, which is why the voter fraud is what they need to focus on right now over anything else. Waking the people up. But here's the problem. It needs to be so overturned that the elections actually overturned so they know so that people will start forcing these rigging to be fixed around our country, yeah. get rid of machines and all that other thing. Now, they did take a step in Arizona. The Republican, the conservative that was running for attorney general that ended up losing has now put something forward um you know, about that, about that particular election. And he's not doing it so that he can, you know, become attorney general. He's doing it to prove that there was voter fraud in order to create a reason to fix this going forward. So he's not doing it for the past election. He's doing it to bring focus for the election that's coming. Cause I agree with you. Um, a hundred percent. What's the point of moving forward with any election when every election is going to be rigged anyways? You know, we, gotta expose yeah. it. Mm -hmm. we still have to expose it, though. Yeah, it has to be exposed. So that that's the key right now is exposing it. Mm -hmm. And and the people need to be on board with this. We need to start demanding, not just some of us, all of us um, need to start demanding that this gets changed. And I mean, when I say all of us, I'm talking about both parties of citizens. Mm -hmm. And Biden is quickly bringing people over to this party. Um, like I said, we all know this party is not any better. Um, mm -hmm. we need to get rid of parties, period. Um, I guess it's one step at a time, but you know, first and foremost, the elections need to be fixed. Getting, yes. I'm getting tired of this. It, it's hopeless. And and there's going to be a point where people are like, ah, what's the point of going out and vote? And they're just going to rig it anyways. <laughs> and we're getting there. Yeah. And then, you know, and especially having that attitude and, you know, just watching the, the news and, and the talk of the election. And I'm like, why? Why are we, why are we even bothering with all this? You know, I, I just, I've been so beyond the, the voting thing and the election thing for such a long time now. I'm just, 
jaded <laughs> we're like ah. yeah totally jaded i can't do it i can't get rah rah that like we're gonna vote some vote our our change in you know yeah but i'm gonna have to go with what terry lynn just says there's no point in making it easy for them so am i am i over the vote oh 100 percent. will i go out and vote you better believe it you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna go not vote i'm, I'm not gonna make it easy for them if they're gonna cheat man we're gonna make them cheat you know what i'm saying yeah like they have to go overboard so i will go out and vote um yeah i mean i i don't even get that like we don't want to make it easy for them logic either because we didn't make it easy for them in 2020. no well no we did we made it hard for them and the thing is though is yeah. look how many and people they still did it they, so it's like well do you make it easy or hard does, does the outcome change well, no, the thing is, though, is that like my I said, whole thing. It's at like the, at the very most or very least, it's about public exposure. So the more yeah. people because we saw it, that's the thing. That's what happened last time is, yeah, we yeah. were cheated. Yes, they rigged it, um, but it, yeah. it's becoming exposed. And that's the key is that we need to get people. We need to light a fire under some arses in this country. You know what I'm saying? But, but oh, that yeah. would be both sides. Um, the problem is, is all of this rigging seems to go one way and these Democrats are like, Oh, there wasn't anything rigged. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it has to be something Nothing that it, here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live in a world right now where if it doesn't affect you personally, you forget about it. Yeah. You know, so, so everyone needs to be affected some way. And I still don't think we're going to make it to the 2024 elections. I don't know what's going to happen between now and then. Um, but I will definitely go out and vote. Like at the very least, you know, sitting at home just makes it easier for them. At least going out and voting, they got to come up with these votes in order to fill the quota of the other votes that were against their opponent. So, like I said, make it harder on them. Um, I mean, I won't go through and, and with a big smile on my face after I vote going, yes, we're, we've got this. I'll, but I yeah. won't go out and vote. Um, yeah, I don't know. I remain to be seen at this point. This uh, that's a whole year from now, and it, it really depends on the climate and and the way things are. And I, I'm reserving my will or won't for wait and see. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to step out there and say I will or won't at this point. Yeah, like I said, we we need to see some change. Um, and I hear a lot of talk, but I don't see anything happening. So it's a matter of them getting off their butts and doing something. And but. You know, we also saw that Mayorkas election thing today. Yeah, um, that was pretty depressing. Yeah, a lot of people were like, you know, mm -hmm. call. A lot of people were out there like, call, call your, call them, the ones that voted against it, the, mm -hmm. the conservatives. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they they knew damn well what they were doing. When they made that vote. You can call them all day long. They I knew yeah. what they those were people. doing. Yeah, <laughs> I said, call them or write them. Let them know that we're disappointed in them and sick of this crap that they keep yeah. pulling. Well, the problem though is that they knew. They yeah, knew they know. what they were doing. Yeah, but still make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they knew what they were doing, so you can ride them all day and be like, "Oh, huh," you know. But but they knew what they were doing. They they yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. Um. Then we got this idiot. So we got dirty streets, homeless all over the place. San Francisco, just an absolute mess. But we got Xi Jinping and a bunch of um, diplomats coming over here. So Newsom goes and cleans up, literally cleans everything up. So they asked about him. You know, why did you clean it up? Did you clean it up because Xi Jinping's coming? He's like, I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning this place all because the fancy leaders are coming to town. Well, that's true. 
because wouldn't you clean your own house if you had guests coming over? So, yeah. so what I'm seeing here is they could have fixed this the whole time, but they chose not yeah. to. They chose to let people walk around these dirty, filthy, poop-filled streets. Yeah. But now we've got diplomats coming in, so let's get this clean. And it took them like 24 hours yeah. to clean everything up. It's pretty sad. But that's how they roll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cali, Cali. Yep. Yeah, no, if Trump was going there to visit, they'd put more homos out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So Depends on the guesses, right? Extra poop. Extra Next, poop extra on the poop. sidewalks yes. if Trump was extra, coming. Extra poop. We're gonna we're gonna import um we're gonna import <laughs> some of the the Seattle people over here to poop the in Seattle the streets. <laughs> so uh Melissa Contarero Weiss, the deputy city administrator of the city of uh uh Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, sent an email to city workers instructing them not to use red and green and religious Christmassy decorations because it's not inclusive and equitable. So, so basically no Christmas decorations. And I love how she used that, you know, that can't use red and green. So are they going to remove all the stoplights? Yeah. They're going to pull those down. So, so now, right. so now in uh, Wisconsin, um, yellow means stop. Yellow means slow down and yellow means go. And go. Everything's amber. Yeah, exactly. Everything's going to be the same color. Oh. And that is, is, where is that in Wisconsin? It's what? uh, It was uh, Wauwatosa. Wauwatosa. That is so crazy. I, I just don't understand how these places like in the Midwest are getting so just like woke-ized. Oh, it's all the cities. Like I don't yeah. know what, what where Wauwatosa is, but yeah, yeah. Seems, I mean, is that even a city? Yeah, to I mean, me, like, it I sounds like a, to me, it sounds like a Flemingsburg type of area, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like where are these people coming from? Oh yeah. Someone in the chat says, "What if you're colorblind?" I know. <laughs> then you have That's you a have a good man. excuse. <laughs> I'm just grateful that red's always at the top and green's always at the bottom. So I just say, "Hey, look, the bottom light." The bottom, bottom light, light means, means go. go. Top light means uh, stop, and middle light means hey, slow down. <laughs> You're about yeah. to go to the top light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So welcome to the police state, America. An American, and I don't know where this happened, is literally ticketed for shoveling snow off his property's pathway. It was called a breach of peace and illegal deposit of snow because you know snow doesn't melt and go away. To deteriorates over years and years and years and like plastic apparently i don't know but after getting upset saying um it's effing ridiculous and he's sending this to the news he was arrested for refusing to sign this ticket jeez what's this word that's coming insane. to? yeah welcome shoveling to snow welcome to the police state um off your own private property yeah on his own private property so yeah, that's problematic. Do just a couple of more and then we'll get into our topic for the conversation tonight. But um, so this is just tragic, guys. So a toddler dies two days after receiving routine vaccinations. The life of Melody Rain um Malgram, a vibrant 15-month-old girl, abruptly ended following routine vaccinations. 
Her mother, devastated, links the tragedy to the vaccine. So I guess it was a myocarditis or... Oh, my yeah. gosh. That is just heartbreaking. And uh, then there was another little girl, another young one, over in Britain. And she was having some major health issues. She was on, um, you know, a life support machine or, you know, something like that. Um, Italy offered to accept her, to offer her the treatments that they were working on. Because, I mean, look, when you're a parent with a dying child, you know, especially young, they'll try anything. But Britain refused to let them send her over to Italy and ended up pulling the plug against the parents' will. So the parents were like irate, saying, no, do not pull that plug. You do not have our permission. But the government was like, we're the government. What are you going to do? Oh, that's so heartbreaking. Oh, you know what I would have did? I would have lost it. I would have took my child out of there real quick. Yeah. No, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, IRS. Yeah, I'm a little insane about that. Yeah. The IRS is retroactively going back and redoing our past taxes. Oh, God. So then without notice, they're getting straight into our bank accounts to collect, leaving Americans in hundreds and thousands of dollars in debt when they go into their bank account and the money's no longer there because the IRS is going way, way, way backwards and then taking that money out of your account. But isn't it a seven-year law? What's that? Isn't there a seven-year? No, there's a seven-year law when it comes to bills and stuff. Oh, but the government about taxes. Okay. The government, no. But they couldn't audit you after seven years. No, when, no, you're talking about a fair government. Yeah. True. Right, right. Yeah. Our government's not fair whatsoever. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about you. Especially the IRS. They're broke. So they're just going to come and take what's not theirs. Oh, three years. Uh, Mimo thought it was three years. Huh. Oh yeah, so it's no different than this. When when the IRS owes you money, oh, and yeah. they're and they're late with it, you don't get um you know that extra money as you know because of the delay. But if yeah, you, no fees. Yeah, so if you're late paying them, you end up paying like a quarter more than what you actually owed them. You know they don't return the favor, of course. Yeah, you can yeah. file extensions, but the money you owe is like still there for yeah. years. Well, these people right here, they, they went straight into people's bank accounts yeah. and, and pulled it. They pulled it, yeah. Good Lord. I had them try to do that with me. Matter of fact, it was uh, Texas. Yeah, I, I remember I, that. Yeah, I was doing, um, I have a, I was doing the Celtic Creations um, business. Yes. And uh, I forgot to pay the $250, $250, bucks, okay, mm-hmm. that I owed him at the beginning of the year. And I went into right. my bank account, and my bank account was completely closed. Wow. They shut down my entire bank account for $250 that I owed them. So I had to pay that and then wait a week before they could reinstate my, my account. Yeah. And in that case, in that, during that time, I fell behind on the bills that were automatically pulled out of my account. That's right. How happens. So that ended up costing me a little bit of money. Um, but this, yeah, but don't put it past them as the evil one. Finally, World's first lesbian bishop calls for church to remove crosses, but to install Muslim prayer space within the churches. Wow. Where is that at? Um, It doesn't say. It just, I can't, I think this woman lives in, I believe it's California, if I'm not mistaken, when I saw her church. It's one of those like Christian rainbow churches where you go inside and everything's all rainbowy. Not the good rainbow. Not the good rainbow, not the covenant rainbow. Yeah, exactly. 
All right. So let's get into a little conversation. We still have news and I'll go over the rest of this stuff tomorrow, but um, let's have this conversation tonight. So as a, okay, when we grew up, there was a lot of music, like our favorite bands that we would listen to all the time. We had our favorite directors and movies and stuff that we would watch. But um, as you become a Christian, um, a lot of what you listened to in the past or you watched in the past don't match up because they don't necessarily follow the values that we have as Christians today. So I, I know I'm still growing up. <laughs> you know, I'm still working on it. Um, so in my life, um, specifically, there was a lot of bands that I've cut out that I don't listen to anymore. I used to love um, Skinny Puppy. I used to love uh, Oingo Boingo, probably the, my, one of my favorite bands growing up. There was a good bit of bands, and, and and I started to see the satanic references, references to pedophilia, like things that I didn't catch when I was younger because I was just singing along and not really paying attention to the deepness of what they were portraying within the lyrics. Um, so I myself has have cut a lot of that music out, like anything that I catch, like, direct satanic or or definitely trying to influence or indoctrinate you that's been cut out of my life period but there's still a lot yeah. of other things i listen to tool and stuff like that and you know so i you know that's my big question same thing with with movies um you know when i watch movies today you know as a christian i'm aware of what i'm looking for i'm aware of their tactics to their subliminal stuff because even the subliminal things when you become conscious of it it's not effective like it is when you are unconscious, when you are not aware of what they're trying to do. Um, I watch a lot of the movies, especially because they use it to program, but I use it to see what they're trying to program um, people with. I use it to see the symbolism they're pushing through because, you know, like I said, is you're less likely to get truth from movie or from history books, more likely to get truth through entertainment. So, yeah. I'm going to let you take it from here for a little bit and then we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth in a little discussion, but I'd love to know like your views on this because, you know, we want to be good Christians. We won't, we don't want to be involved in something that is against our beliefs, you know, but at the same time, you know, we still love the songs. We still love, you know, the, the, per, you know, particular cinema and stuff. So it's a hard thing to break. Um, but I'll just let you take it. What What are your feelings on this? Yeah, I'd see I'm the, kind of the same way as, you know, as I woke up, the first thing that went was was pretty much Hollywood and the movies. Um, I just, I don't know, I just, it got to the point where, you know, with the Epstein stuff and the Adrenochrome stuff, like, I just don't know who's good in that world anymore, you know? Like, who can I trust that's giving me a, a good product and not you know, eating babies or whatever they're doing or sacrificing children or um, the music a little different because a lot of it, I don't know, was more uh, like you said, growing up. So it's, you know, bands that, you know, just highlight moments in your life and stuff, you know, you, you, you can still, I don't know about you, but I still put certain times in my life like I can picture that scene like at a pool hall, like back in the nineties with friends and I can like hear what's playing or I remember what we were listening to at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a little more hard to give up, but I have quite a bit. I, I I'm not, 
into it as music as much as I was because of that. Yeah. Um, but I love music is the problem. And um and like all kinds of music because my my musical interests, like my like list on Spotify will I mean, you could be listening to hip hop one moment and then Beethoven and then country and then reggae. It's just all over the board. Um, but yeah, and I like music for different reasons. I like music for weird reasons. There may be like one part of a song I like and I have the song, the entire song on my playlist. Yeah. You know, it's, like yeah. one note. I'm like, I got to have that on my playlist because of that one note. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, you said something too, is that, you know, certain music reminds us of different times in our mm -hmm. past, you know yes. what I'm saying? Like the good times that we had had, you know, so um, music, you know, you listen to that song and almost brings you straight back to that moment. You know, I see someone in here um, um, talking about uh, Talking Heads and David Byrne, you know, yeah. I love Talking Heads. I met David Byrne um, in Austin, had a great conversation, did not realize how smart that guy was, man, and went back and looked up a little bit about him afterwards, and, and he's certified genius. Like, the guy has got a super, super high IQ. Um, but they utilize people like this. I'm not saying that Talking Heads is bad. I grew up listening to, like, industrial. I love uh, punk music. You know, that that's kind of right. my, my thing. I love the old, like... Um, you know, a, a lot of the music that I listen to is British, Yeah. you know, so, um, some of the music that I listen to there, um, hit mainstream here, but mainly in the industrial and Gothic, you know, kind of movement here in this country, which is pretty dark, obviously, you know, so, um, tool things like that, you know, I've, I've cut a lot of the stuff out of my life because I'd rather be safe than sorry. Um, yeah, you know, but, you know, especially like Oingo Boingo, man, I, I'm like, I hit myself on the head sometimes going, how did you not see it? He literally was singing a song called little girls. He had yeah. a song right. um, called Cinderella undercover, mm -hmm. which was all about a prostitute working for the CIA and infiltrating the industries, yes. you know? So even in music, you know, they're telling you the symbol of they're telling you what's going on. Um, you know, and then that's just the lyrical, you know, then we're, let's go in the frequency. Let's go into, um, you know, the triad, the, the, you know, the, the diminished triad, which was like the devil's also called as a devil's triad, which is a way of playing music. You can find it a lot and like more heavy metal and stuff yeah. or yeah. early, um, I don't want to say orchestral, but like, uh, you know, Beethoven and that kind of stuff played things in the diminished triad. So it was a way of playing right. and the, the, the musical aspect of that the actual music can affect you as well because we understand how frequency works, you know, um, like 808s, um, you know, the, the, uh, new house music, like mm -hmm. dubstep and stuff like that is created in here. Um, and it gets you emotionally uh, distressed. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, involved. Yeah, exactly. It you know, it takes a ton of emotions, emotions. Too. Yeah. So, you know, Livin had brought up earlier, you know, about subliminal and that kind of stuff, you know, within the frequencies of music and stuff, um, you know, I feel, um, you know, but this is just from psychology that once you are conscious of it, you pay more attention. So you're less affected by it, but can you still be affected by it? You know, we saw the, uh, can't remember the guy's name that Houston, the Astro Taylor, somebody, no, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. That whole thing. 
And that was kind of yeah. a, t- a tester. Um, and we, and we've seen other examples of that since, you know, mm-hmm. movies are similar too, because they use movies to indoctrinate people. And, you know, for the most part in cinema, it's not only um, the plot of the movie because they're, they have to tell you what they're doing. That's the thing about the devil. They got to tell you what you're doing because it's not just going, yes, we're cool with that by not saying anything is a, yes, we're cool with that. So they, they basically put this stuff out and silence is still, um, you know, giving them like the, okay. Um, you know, I watch a lot of these films and and I know I, I bug some people watching these movies, but I point this stuff out all the time. I'm like, okay, you know, I see where they're trying to push. They're going with this. And if you go back and watch what's happening in the world today, mm-hmm. you can literally, you know, compare them to some of the movies of the past that have literally told us what was going to be happening up. now. Yeah. And we've um, watched a couple oh, of those. Oh, yeah. Those the lately. predictive programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We've watched a few of those. Exactly. But you're also dealing with things that people don't recognize. Mm-hmm. Camera movements, lighting. Um, you know, there's a lot of those little things that affect us and we don't realize it. I learned it in school. Because, you know, they, it, there's a, one of the classes that I took was psychology of, of film or psychology of script, you know, in cinema. And it's using camera angles. It's using lighting. It's using things like that to, to invoke an emotional response Both in people. Um, and, you know, so we, what was the one we talked about? You know, Scott's talked about it, The Kingsman. Yes. Um, we watched one last week called The Cell. Yes. Which was kind of the same thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're yeah. telling you what they're going to do. So in this place, you know, in this particular the cell, they were literally um, zombified walking around a five G tower. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, was crazy. It? The oh. cell. Am I thinking of the same one? That was in the movie with Jennifer Lopez. No, was th- it? That was also that mm-hmm. was called cell. One of them was called cell. One of them was called D cell. And I don't know which was which. But we this one, D-sub. this one had John Cusack. Yeah. And uh, okay. Samuel L. Jackson, and it was all about uh, cell phones ringing, and then everyone picking up their phone, and then all of a sudden, like they just went crazy and started killing people. Yeah, that was pretty intense. Okay, Robin says that one's just called Cell, so oh, it's not it? the okay. Cell; it's just Cell. Um, right. And so I'm not Jenny gonna, from the block was from this Cell. Yeah, I'm not going to destroy the the ending. Yeah, no, no, um, no, don't do that. I, you guys won't get it. That's the thing about this one: is that every. It, I, I saw what really happened, but most people get confused because it was a very ambiguous ending mm-hmm. um, until you go back to the beginning of the movie, movie. and then <laughs> it starts to make a little more sense. The only yeah. reason I know is because he told me. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to, yeah, I had to, <laughs> tell me. Had to break it down to her because yeah. the way that it ended, everybody thought was like, oh, huh. you know, but mm-hmm. they didn't realize what the reality was. Um, I caught on to it. And then I went back to the beginning and I'm like, okay, I caught that. But <laughs> but I also went onto some forums to see what people had to say about it. And yeah. 90% of the people saw the ending differently than it was meant. Yes. And it was meant. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to ruin no, no, it for anybody. It. So if you want to ask me privately sometime where I'm not ruining it, I'll happily tell you guys. Actually, just go watch it and let us know what you think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what do you think, you know, cause like I said, we both work in the entertainment industry. Um, right. I, uh, went to film school and my, my big plans was I was going to be a director. I want to be a Hollywood director. I wanted to make films, make, you know, write my own scripts and so forth. I sold some scripts. They were, I found out really quick that, that big production companies will purchase your scripts to floor them. 
So they'll basically stick yeah. them on a shelf so that no one else can do it. You know, so right. Yeah, so basically they're just keeping you from making money from another company. Um well, like they did with uh Sound of Freedom with Disney. Yeah. Yeah. They shelf that. Yeah. Yeah, they purchase it and they shelf it. Fortunately, yep. someone came through with a lot of money and purchased it from them so they could actually get this thing onto the market. Um, right. I can't even talk about some of these scripts live because I don't own them anymore. You know, wow. so I sold two back in the day. I don't own either one of them anymore. I don't have the right to talk about them because it's not my property any longer. I thought they were being honest and that someone was, they were purchasing and someone else was going to direct them. And I was okay with that. I'm like, I'd rather direct them, but mm -hmm. um, maybe this will get me into the door. So fortunately, right. um, after I graduated school, um, I started to see the dirtiest of Hollywood because I had the opportunity to work in Hollywood, um, doing uh, production. Where, matter of fact, uh, um, Livin saw um, an article that was written about me on the very first movie that I ever worked on, mm -hmm. um, on Amelia. Yes, um, pretty interesting. So I, I uh, saw, I had a lot of conversations. Like I said, if you ever want to know reality, if you ever want the lowdown, the gossip, go to craft services craft services where they they have food all day long so if you're ever hungry you can just go get something to eat um you know not yeah. dinner and, and lunch but just snacks all day long but every that's like the water cooler of a movie set so yeah the craft service ladies and men know all the dirt and mm -hmm. i heard some things um that were more verified as i was getting out of school and then um i was like you know what i don't want to be part of hollywood it's dirty so um, at that point, I ended up getting gigs working for entertainment, um, sports entertainment, which I've also realized is just as dirty. So, yeah, you know, and the thing is, though, is that what you're doing, um, you know, you're, you're doing event setups and stuff like that. It's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? So you may have some dirty events, but not every event that you set up and work for is dirty. You know what I'm saying? So you, it's no, not and I've seen it. You catch the symbolism more like once they have whatever their banner up or you see some of their merch. Yeah. Um, who was it? I think I worked, uh, I think it was a strike for an Ariana Grande show at MGM Grand. I don't know. It was either a setup or a strike. It was a setup, but I remember we all, and it was the strike too, because that's where we got the shirts. When we when we take down a show, what they do is the production crew will usually give us all shirts um, with whatever artist it is their name on it. And it's usually a simple shirt, and it's usually multicolored. So like um, lighting will be, well, we'll have like blue shirts, and video will have red shirts, but it's all Aria Grande, Ariana Grande, or hers. And it was, it was just like kind of after the pandemic where I was really just awake and in tune to everything. Wouldn't you know the logo on it is just a mirror image, just completely backwards. Oh wow! Yeah, that's and I'm like, well, we know that's how that's how the devil operates. Yeah. So I, I was I did um um South by Southwest and a couple of those big events in Austin, and you would see a lot of the, the symbolism um everywhere. Um, you know, sadly, when you're doing events and stuff like that, not everything's bad, but you got the bad that's within it. Um, yeah. So Mimo brings up a good point. Is that the music today isn't hiding it at all? And I'm referring to the satanic stuff. It's blatantly satanic. Oh, yes. Mimo says, back in the day, 
Um, you know, we, mm. we heard the, the, yeah, there back, was still some, well, th there was, the you know, you had your, your evil stuff yeah. back in the day, but Long they would always try to convince you that it was like by playing the record backwards and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And, and the thing is though, is it's in their forwards as well. If you're paying attention to it, but yeah, it wasn't as blatant and obvious as it is today. Oh, the yeah. bands that were evil back then, we, we knew. We knew. We're yeah. like, your, your mom and your dad were like, I don't want to ever see Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and that, you know, I don't want to see these records in, in the player. I don't want right. to see you owning it. They would keep you from, mm -hmm. from purchasing that material. But today, um, it's all blatant, you know, um, with, the, mm -hmm. with the exception. Well, I don't want to say with the exception. I was going to say Taylor Swift. Oh, but wow. if you watch her videos and stuff, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because that's another thing too. Back in the seventies, um, it was very expensive to make a visual for music. You know what I'm saying? So you had the Beatles, you had the monkeys and people like them that would have the big budgets that would actually get them, you know, but they would make little movies. Um, but then right. video came along and it gave them a way to create visually, um, the satanic references and stuff like that. So it's a little more in your face, the concert, the set designs, you know, and, and then they do the same thing on um, Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. I'm going to use them both as an example. They start, they, they know the people that are producing them and hire them. They know where they're going to be 15 years from then, yep. but they hire oh, yeah. them and they get them to do really nice things like sweet material. They're like, Oh, what a cute little down home girl. And then, the, all the, of a sudden yeah the kids grow up with them so all of a sudden like mm -hmm. then they turn off to be like their satanic slutty singers and then the kids follow the lead and now we end up with like miley cyrus the way she hannah is today montana and turned it yeah hannah montana whew. and then yeah. taylor and, Swift. And everybody just wants to like i don't know like I don't know. Growing up before, it seemed like the people you'd run into who say, I want to be a movie star or an actor or a musician were few and far between. Now, like every kid you meet thinks they're going to be like a sensation, mm -hmm. you know, like, well, part of that's because of YouTube. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone's TikTok. entitled. They're going to be, you know, I'm going to be a TikTok mm -hmm. star. Or, you yeah. Know, everyone is, is right. got entertainment. The, the option for entertainment right in their very hands. Yes. Not, yeah. like, not, not like it was before. No. I mean, you really had to, you know, get bands together and stuff like that. And But now it's you just put yourself on TikTok and play guitar and sing. I mean, look, right. we have the ability to produce what they produced back in the 70s right here in um, our own studio, yeah. in our own computer, yeah. at our own house. Mm-hmm. Which blows me away why the music business is so big still. Like, why hasn't the internet broken the in like the music industry? Because the music industry starts to see favored people by their by their view count, and then right. they jump in and they end up producing the people. and And oftentimes they don't even move them into the place that Taylor Swift is. They keep you right where you are. But you're still owned. Um, They're all owned. I, I think right off the bat of this this entertainer named Poppy. Oh yes. Yeah. P O P P Y. Oh, oh Poppy. And, and okay. She pretended to be kind of an AI robot girl and started singing very dark, weird material. But that stuff intrigues kids. Yes. The, the weird thing. Have you seen the NPC? I think it. Yeah. NPC 
um TikTok people? Oh god. No. Okay. So this is like animated. You, you can't see me on video, but they stand there and they move around. You know how like the NPC animations, the hands just move yeah. up and down or something. And then they're yeah. like, ooh, a rose. Thank you. <laughs> rose smells good. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Like yeah. it's just very AI robot, the stupidest stuff you'll ever see. And I'm not joking. Uh -huh. It's I'm like, I get I, I sit there sometimes staring, going, why do people even watch this? As you stare. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because yeah. you I, get caught up in it. Because yeah, I'm, you're like, I'm what paralyzed are you doing? And, and stupid yeah, shock. Yeah, cringe. It's cringe shock. Yeah. And and I'm and like, but people, but these they make a lot of money. Some of these people are making like a million dollars yeah. plus a year. Just for well, there's people who watch that. What is that? That a AMSR or whatever, like people just chewing or just eating food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's a thing. How's that a thing? Yeah. You know? Well, so but it shows crazy. you more, less about the entertainers that are putting this stuff on and more about how desensitized and dumbed down our society is. Because like, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm blown away. There was one one girl um i don't remember her name um reina may know um eugenia eugenia and this woman is like a toothpick like no, she's she, like she is like deadly an, like the anorexic yeah. hasn't eaten yeah. throws up oh, like and is, is a twig mm -hmm. oh I, don't, I think she well if she did she she was just on TikTok yesterday yeah so. i think she's still alive Mimo. um yeah she's uh that's heartbreaking. But she won't be around much longer. No. And that's the point is that like, it's so, so sad, sad that, you know, so a, what's sad is that society has made her think that she was too big at one time. Mm -hmm. So she stopped eating and now she's as thin as can be just sickly hard to mm -hmm. watch. Um, but she thinks she's beautiful because people are out there filling her, her head, head with, with that. that, you know, and part of it is like, maybe they don't want to make her feel bad, but look, you're oh gonna... yeah, she was beautiful before. She's a pretty girl, but yeah, uh, sure. She's just yeah. Th these people are gonna kill her. Yeah, the people they're... that are sending her money, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You know what? Yeah. Everyone's beautiful, but you're gonna kill that girl. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I went through one day um, with her. I, I was reading the comments because I yes. wanted to know what people were saying to her, and not one person in there was like, man you need to go to the hospital you need to fix this or you're gonna die yeah same thing as karen carpenter yeah same thing yeah, yeah. and that's the whole thing everybody you know with karen carpenter everybody you know loved her voice she had a beautiful voice and she was pretty but it just pumping her up and stuff like that she was still anorexic and sick and very sick yeah and and, and it's you know, partly it, it's an individual mental illness. Yes. But it doesn't help that this woman's making a lot of money mm -hmm. by people that are watching. You're going, oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful. And and look, there's mm -hmm. a lot of what's the word? Thirsty, thirsty yeah. men out there that will yeah. literally flirt with anything that may flirt back with them. Yeah. And that's what she's dealing with. And in her head, she's like, I'm finally getting the attention that I wasn't getting. People are treating me well. And like I said, if this woman is alive by the beginning of next year, I will be just surprised because she is like skin on bones. And I am yeah. not exaggerating. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, very, very, very sad. But this is where we are in entertainment today. And everything on entertainment 
Because you know, God wants us to look up. The devil wants us to keep looking down. Mm-hmm. So focusing on our computer screens, our telephone screens, our you know laptop, our our tablets, and all this other stuff, um, and the whole entertainment industry. With the there are exceptions, you know, like um, you know, just like there's actors today, like you were saying earlier, you know, the actors that are involved in Adrenochrome. Look. When I have question about an actor and I know that they're involved in this evil stuff, I won't watch a movie with that actor. Mm-mm. I will like right. they're done. But yeah, there are actors out there like Kevin Sorbo and 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 Kurt Cameron and some of those other ones that I will watch because yeah. you know if they're in the movie, it's got a, a a good spiritual Christian wholesome meaning to it. And yeah, Angel Studios, I go back and forth on. Because um, I've heard, for the most part, everything I've seen that they put out is is awesome. I, I love uh, Chosen, um, the movie that we watched the other day, The Girl That Believed in Miracles. Abraham was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So there's some great movies they're producing, um, you know. And I'm hoping that it goes that way. Uh, our friend Antonio Sabatis Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, is working on uh, Christian productions and stuff as well. So there's a couple of different Christian production studios that are out there. Right. Um, it's out there, but. It's hard to, yeah, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get that stuff in the theaters. Yeah, that's the problem. But again, now with the streaming age, it's like you should be able to circumvent that. Yeah. And, um, you know, Joe, or uh, what's it called? Uh, Sound of Freedom really did a good job of, um, once they got in the theater, circumnavigating the the pushback they got, and um, I don't think people were ready for that whole pay it forward thing they do. No, and that was God's hand too. You know, yeah, God's going to get the material. Up. I just out. saw like a couple of weeks ago, it blew up overseas too, and they didn't think it was going to blow up. Yeah. So it's done really well. Yeah. So this is, I guess, all in all, you know, we'll, we'll wrap this up so we can get into prayer. Cause that boy, I'll tell you, man, this went by quick. <laughs> yeah, um, it sure did. First off, great conversation, man. And I'm thankful that you mm-hmm. came on. It's good to see you. Um, yeah. See you guys. At this point, I think that, you know, all in all, we just need to be careful. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like understand that when you're going into anything that is a um, mainstream entertainment industry, that more than likely they're putting stuff in there to either confuse, indoctrinate, make you question, and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so if you do watch these things, know what you're going into because that's part of how um, the indoctrination works. Is if you're not aware of what's going on. Same thing with symbolism. Same thing with uh, with um, you know the the tricks that they play within camera movements and so forth is when your mind's open, your heart's open and you're aware of this stuff, it doesn't have the effect. Then if you don't, um, same thing right. with, with music, it's, it's like I said, it's just be aware if it's like blatantly satanic, blatantly evil, obviously probably not something that you should get into or, or be watching or listening to. But remember we are in a very sneaky society now. Um, fortunately, well, not fortunately, it's unfortunate that it's becoming so obvious and blatant. They don't even hide anything anymore. But at the same time, at least you know um, what to stay away from more now than we did back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> Absolutely. Plus, don't let your children watch TikTok. <sighs> yeah. Right. Don't even. So, yeah. so do you have anything that you want to um, throw in there before we go to prayer? No, the other thing that I'm worried about, well, we're actually... Uh, 
you brought it to mind with you said with the the tricks they do with the lighting and the cameras is the uh the other side of it and it's a little beyond my generation but the younger generation is with the video games yes yeah i, yeah, really, I don't know how those work but i know there's something to them because they are super addictive i mean the the kids are all and it's it's grown-ups now like mm-hmm. you and i got past a certain age and we were pretty much eh, video games whatever kind of done with those but i mean there's you know people 30 in their 30s still playing video games like it's a thing and i'm like yeah, I just I don't know what it is. It's like I know Scott mentioned like flash rates and stuff. Flash rates, tempo, um, yeah, uh, video like forward content that they actually you know like the plot of the game that you're playing. The music has an effect. Like I said, it's it's a repetitive. You know, it's in that that lower frequency that they do like dubstep and stuff in. Right. Um, you know, so that's kind of one of those things. Is it it does, and then you've got the subliminal stuff. You know. Uh, an example, film or movies are 24 frames a second. Uh, sports are 60 frames a second. Videos that we film are 30 frames a second. So that's 30 pictures in one second. So if you were to replace just one of those pictures in that 30 seconds, you're, you won't notice it, but your brain, but your brain will, will pick it up. Yeah. And that's that video games is really big on that stuff. Um, it's no different than like some of the, animation japanimation films they would warn you about sending kids into seizures right because of strobe effects and stuff like that frequency yeah, yeah. and then on top of that so, like Mimo says they don't go that's outside. the thing i think we really have to worry about because the whereas the music and the you know the movies you can see the symbolism and stuff and the music you know they're they're getting more and more blatant about it it's those video games where it's it's just kind of hidden you know what I mean? Yeah, it's w- way more than in most of the other forms of entertainment. But the, the devil seeds upon every bit of entertainment upon this world, and uh, they will utilize absolutely everything to keep us distracted, focus away from God, and indoctrinating. Look, how, I mean, you see how easy it is to become, even in our schools now. So, oh but, sure. But brother, um, thank you so much for joining us, man. It was a great conversation. Like I said, we could have gone on and on about this. Um. I did a, a couple of videos about this particular subject. I, I believe one of them is called uh, "No More Mister Rogers." Um, I, I'll figure I that I'll one out. That one. Yeah. So I, I'll have to make I'll find them, and then once I find those, I'll load them up onto our Kilted Christian. I'll let you guys know tomorrow about that as well, so you guys can go watch and I get into more detail. But uh, once again, thank you, brother. I will be back in one second to talk to you after we do a little bit of prayer. So everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again. These times are getting a little bit rough, and it's hard. It's easier for us to tell because we become conscious and awake and aware because of the relationship with you, but they're going after our children, and many adults are still completely lost too, dear Lord. So I ask that you give us a discernment so that we can understand, know, and see what we're walking into. Dear Lord, if we do sit down and we're watching something or listening to something we shouldn't, to speak to us to know that we need to walk away from because we don't want to get pulled on this either and the devil is very mischievous and very deceitful and and is trying to deceive us in any way he possibly can especially entertainment it idolatry is the least of our problems at this point he's trying to get us to do the wrong things back the wrong things divide them once among another and it's happening in every form of entertainment dear lord so i pray dear lord that 
you create success, high success in those production companies that are putting out wholesome content, dear Lord. And then I ask that you lead the people over to that content. Let it that content be used to serve a mission, to help make people aware, wake up, to look for a relationship with you and Christianity, Christ, and God if they don't have that, dear Lord. But continue to let us do the same thing. Father, if you have brought us into the arts of any kind, and that is part of the skills that you have prepared us for growing up, let us seize upon that, dear Lord, and, and start making content that glorifies you, that helps people realize the importance of having that relationship with you. Let us utilize these talents, dear Lord, in your heavenly name. But dear Lord, also as parents, let us be more responsible about what our kids are watching. Dear Lord, there's time to be a friend when they're 18 and grown up, dear Lord. But until then, let us all be parents. Let us know what our kids are looking at on their phones, watching on television, listening to music, dear Lord. Let us steer them away from that, introduce them to things that are a little bit more wholesome that they will enjoy. It's not a matter of just taking away the evil, but fulfill, but filling that spot with something good, something that's going to make them better. Father, thank you for giving us these platforms to come together every single night. As we talked earlier about the pulpit just becoming deceitful and the devil using them to steer people in the wrong direction. Dear Lord, let people like Nikki, like Godcast, like Matt, like Jay Wu, like everyone who is stepping up to do whatever they possibly can to give people another home to go to where we are truly honoring the words that you spoke to us, the gospel, spreading that word, coming together in love, answering the prayers for one another and praying for each other. Dear Lord, I thank you for just all the blessings that you've given us, building our family more and more. Dear Lord, remind us each day to have that patience with others that you had with us, dear Lord. We were all bad and we had to come to you, dear Lord, as well as others. So let us not judge. Let us be there with open arms the moment they decide to come our way. Let us do what we can just to nudge them in that direction, dear Lord, so that they start seeking you, dear Lord. Many people don't even know you, and it's weird to say that in this world with the Bible everywhere. But dear Lord, let us pass out the scripture, pass out the Bible, spread that gospel. Show them how excited we are by having that relationship with you and hopefully inspire them to do the same. But to use every skill that you have given us, dear Lord, in this great mission that you have set us on. And finally, Father, thank you for this mission that you have set us all on. Let us stand firm. Let us have the courage and the strength and discernment and the wisdom that we all need to get through these times. But never let us forget to repent, dear Lord, so that we can have our armor strengthened because we're going to need that, that armor strong as we walk into this battle. But dear Lord, let every one of us be ready to give our lives either to incarceration or to death by serving you, dear Lord. Let us never forget that we're going to be in a better place. And as we're doing so, dear Lord, let us keep one foot and one eye in the kingdom and the other ones down here on this earth as we do on earth as we would in heaven, dear Lord, making a change until the day that we are called home. We love you with all of our hearts, dear Lord. And one more prayer, dear Lord, I ask that you please bless Christine, Jeff's wife, she has an interview coming up, dear Lord. We've been praying about this one for a long time, dear Lord. So please let that interview go so well that they give her that job before she even finishes the interview. In our Heavenly Father's name, in Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Brother, thanks again, awesome. man. I love you, man. I love sitting next to you and working with you. One of these days when you're in Kentucky, nudge, nudge, man. I know you're talking about it. 
Um, no. We'll get things going, man, and we'll have our own little business. You know, we may have to drive into Lexington and so forth, but it'll be you, me, and John. We should just buy a bunch of gear and just do revivals for people. Dude, I would love that. I would love that. If I, was, <laughs> no. if I had to pick one thing to do, it would be revivals, and that would be awesome. Revivals. Exactly. So, brother, God bless you always, man. I'm thankful to call you brother. I'm thankful we know each other. I'm thankful we got a chance to sit literally 15 hours a day right next to each other working at Bards Fest. Right. It was great, man. And uh, like I said, man, um, I hope to see you over here soon. And uh, thankful for everything that you do. I'm working on it. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. I love Thank you both. You. Love have a great you. night god uh-huh. bless love you, you too. too god bless good night and living thank you so no. much great show i know we, we talked a lot tonight um it's yes. it's just one of the big questions that we have is what do we do as christians um you know because a lot of what i watch is i'm trying to research and figure out what devil's got planned and so forth so they, they hide everything right. but got to be careful yes got to be careful protect your heart put your whole armor of god on oh yeah but I want to thank everyone here in the chat, everyone that's going to be watching this show tomorrow after it's been published. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you so much for the back and forth in chat. You always have some wonderful things to say, and I am so grateful to be part of your family, guys. We love you very, very much. We will see you tomorrow night for episode 485, and I'm not sure quite yet what that's going to be, but it'll be a good one. God always seems to talk to me at nighttime. But guys, have an absolutely beautiful night, and I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars perilous fight or the ramparts we watched was so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red the bombs bursting in there gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave Everyone have an absolutely beautiful rest of your night. We will see you tomorrow evening for Kilt the Christian episode 485. But in the meantime, fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety. We are so fortunate enough to know how this ends. And that is God wins. And we're on God's side. We are serving him the best we can. So God will protect us until our mission is through. So stay on that mission. Hold that line. Keep on praying. Spread the gospel from nation to nation. Guys, we love you all very, very much. We will see you tomorrow evening. Have an absolutely beautiful night, and God bless.